This is Karen with NewClevelandRadio.net, and it is time for Heart Mojo with Melinda Smith. And Melinda's guest today is Jeff Cantor, and Jeff, we're glad to have you back. Jeff is from Freedom Hub, and he has a product that he's been um, participating in. I guess that's the best way to put it, right, Jeff? Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's called Genexi, the next level of health. And I have to tell you, Jeff, I was looking this over before we all logged on and artificial intelligence really scares me, but at the same time that scares me, it's absolutely wonderful. It's so So, exciting, which is why we wanted him back, right? Exactly. I mean, so I'm reading it and I'm being skeptical um, because, you know, I work in the IT industry as well. And every time we talk about, oh, your computer already knows what you want to do. It's true because it memorizes what you're doing and where you're going. So do you want to tell us a little bit about the background of Genexi and um, sure. entertain us? Sure. Okay. Well, appreciate it. Thanks for having me here, both of you. Um, it's been an exciting uh, ride here with Genexi. It's been through a couple of incarnations, but its origin and still the brains behind it is a fellow named Dr. Pizzorno. And not very many people have heard of him, but they've definitely heard of his works in that he's the fellow that coined the term functional medicine. And he also launched Bastyr University, where all the doctors around the world that practice that form of medicine go to go to college. And so he decided that it would be helpful to have a diagnostic tool to help these doctors. So instead of spending all day long trying to figure out what's wrong with you, they could treat you. And that is just a way to mask, you know, if you got an issue and then they just give you, you know, some stomach medicine. And meanwhile, that's not why your stomach's upset. They're just ameliorating the symptom, but they're not getting to the root cause. And the purpose of functional medicine is to keep peeling the onion back. Until you figure mm-hmm. out why does this person have diabetes and then how do we reverse it? Not just give a bunch of pills to, you know, smooth it over a little bit, but yet never cure the issue. And for sure, people are fearful of AI because <laughs> we see what's happening in the news and there's some pretty crazy stuff it's capable of. But where AI is really good is where it has to do a lot of information crunching. So let's say it's math tables. Two plus two is always four, no matter who's giving that message. So AI used like that is a fantastic tool. And for doctors, you know, there's new test results constantly, studies globally, and you can't keep all that stuff in your head. And then if you really start practicing, then you really can't pay attention because you're too busy seeing patients all the time and new things come out or information that you're privy to, you know, changes. And then there's contraindications and one of your patients is a little bit of an outlier and I don't know exactly what's wrong. So I tend to experiment. So I sort of know the parameters, but it's like, well, okay, we'll take 10 milligrams and see how you do. Oh, you're not doing very well. Let's bump it to 20. So we're kind of experimenting. So with the AI, it allows you to zero in exactly what is wrong with that person. And the way it does so is it takes a lot of information. It takes all of your blood panel it has a very specific blood panel that it looks for, and it's quite comprehensive. If you go to, let's say, an endocrinologist because you're diabetic, they're only going to test for a certain range of things. But meanwhile, your body is comprised of a lot of other moving parts than that. So they want a blood test that covers A to Z about you, then also a genetics profile. So you're going to take a genetics test. 
It's also going to want to get your zip code because from that it can ascertain your air and water quality, list of any medications you're currently on, and then obviously any existing issues that you have. And then it's able to crunch all that data and it like a GPS immediately tell you, hey, here's where you are right now. And it sort of has a dashboard. It kind of gives you a health score and allows you to figure out exactly what your deficiencies are. So it would say, hey, here's where your diet is incorrect. Here's where these medications interfere with each other. Or if you're taking this medicine, you're be, being depleted certain supplements you need to take to augment that because you're having a loss. Like a lot of people know that if you take statin drugs, you usually need to take CoQ10 because you're usually deficient in that particular element. And so that's what this thing allows. So it's, it, it can be done by consumers. And I tell everybody it's something you need to have. It's like taking a trip from here to a very far away place and not having GPS, but planning on just asking directions along the way. That's going to be pretty inefficient and may get you to the wrong place, in fact. So sure. just like you need a GPS in life, no two people are alike. Between the three of us on this call right now, we'll all re react differently to caffeine or any other medication. I might not be able to tolerate it. Melinda needs half the amount. And then Karen, you need like three times as much. So this thing can figure out exactly your biology that way and then design solutions accordingly. Now, where it's very sophisticated as an example, let's say you put in all that stuff I described and immediately starts to figure out something's amiss. It'll turn around and say, you know what? We need you to take these other blood tests. We need to drill down further in this area because now we've ascertained something's amiss here and we need more data to come to a conclusion. So it so is a it very, with, very exciting proposition. So does it go with the current zip code or where you were born? Because where you were born and grew up might be very different and set things off differently than where you live today. Partially it does. It's typically looking for your current because that's where you're functioning right now. But there mm -hmm. are ways to put information into it or even to talk to their team and expose that information to them and then they can adjust accordingly. It's a See, living and breathing thing. Right. My, my example is like this Camp Lejeune thing where people were there and lived there and were born there and maybe exposed to things. Now they don't live there anymore, right? So we wouldn't that wouldn't be factored in if you didn't add it in. Exactly. So, so yeah, you do need to kind of give it all that background. So this is more than one little blood droplet. It's a panel of blood tests. Okay. And the reason I wanted to bring that up when I was reading this, okay, um, all I could think about was, uh, was her name is Elizabeth Holmes. You know, with the one blood drop, I'm going to tell you everything that's wrong with you. But I appreciate it's a full blood panel, and we're extensive, yes. Yeah. So I want to make sure that we said that for our listeners. In fact, they ended up launching their own lab as a byproduct of this because it was hard to necessarily get what you needed from a doctor. And rather than them just say, hey, we'll go and ask the doctor for this test and that test and combine it with this test, then they may balk sometimes. You, they just create a panel that you can take from them. And you go to a typical local lab for the draw, but then they get those particulars. And it corresponds to all the base information this thing needs to, to get a handle on you. And what's interesting, it would potentially tell you, you know, we've ascertained that you're uh, going to have cancer in three years. It, it's that concise. But the good news is here's how we're going to avoid it. And it'll give you some regimens. And hopefully in what we're doing as far as with Freedom Hub, we're working with a lot of doctors groups because the, the purpose would be you come to me as a patient. First thing I'm going to do is have you take this. So I know what's wrong with you. 
I can decipher better than you as a consumer, ideally. And I can also start to treat you accordingly. And again, it recommends diet or exercise and, and all the rest of that. So, and there's some other neat features coming out down the road with it, as far as for access to food and some other things too. So I'll kind of hold those in abeyance, but it's, it's a very active program for sure right now. Well, one thing so, just to point out, go ahead. I'll tell you one so story. You mentioned the the genetics. Part. You mentioned the genetics piece. A lot of people are afraid to run genetics panels because they don't know what they're going to find, right? And also things are updated with disease every day. So they're coming out with new things, new findings for cancer or Parkinson's or things that they're seeing there's a gene associated with it. Is that research updated continuously? Back up for one second, pertinent to the genetics. A lot of people are fearful of genetics because one, I don't want to know what's wrong. I'd rather just have my fatal illness and not see it coming. But that's never prudent because most of this stuff can be ameliorated, reversed, or you know, extended before it's going to attack right. you. So you're going to get a better quality of life. But the other problem with the genetics is the typical testing suspects mine your data sell your information, utilize it in ways that you're not going to be uh, excited about. So with a genetics program that's inclusive with this, and you could use outside companies, some of the ones you see on TV and the like, you can certainly take those tests and submit them, but they have their own genetics testing program, which is 100% private with no one having access to that data. Uh, but yes, with your other part of the question is, yes, there's new tests regularly. This software is updated on a continual basis. Every time there's a new study, we find out about different vitamin functionalities or other, you know, viruses or bacteria that are trending. It's constantly put in there. And that's the whole idea behind it being the big tool for the doctor. I can't keep up to speed on all this stuff. I can't read 40,000 medical reports and journals constantly. So this thing is doing it for me. And it's active all the time. So if something changes... I, as a patient or doctor, I don't have to go in there and change that patient's profile. The software for every patient updates concurrently, and I'm always getting the most current info. One of the things I was going to mention, they did a lot of testing on this prior to releasing it with big corporations with hundreds of employees. And this was designed initially for uh, companies that were self-insuring. Because if I make widgets and I've got a couple hundred people working here, I can't afford to have them all getting sick or missing work, or getting sick and costing our internal health program a lot of money. We want to keep those costs down. And the way to do that is to keep an eye on you, not me monitoring you as the employer, but you monitoring yourself in conjunction with your medical provider on your health. Maybe you're too heavy and you're causing yourself potential knee problems or other health issues, or you're going to become diabetic. So one of the things that it uncovered was people smoked. And so part of the goal is to get that person to stop smoking and usually they'd have these corporate cessation programs where you know we're all going in for hypnosis so we're all taking those patches and whatever but those again are not solutions they're just trying to sit, treat symptoms this thing will figure out why each person individually is smoking and come up with a solution for that individualized to that person for them to quit and and not using any outside activities. It would be using diet and other tools because that's partially why you're smoking. You have certain biological things happening. And when if it can correct those, your urge to smoke diminishes or falls away. So it sense. is an incredible, like incredible tool. It's like, you know, overeating. There are certain things your body might crave or go for based on your, you know, 
what it what it needs. So that's the same idea. That's very cool. Part of the problem is let's say let's say you're eating nothing but meat all the time, and they say, oh no, you need to balance your diet out, or you have to stop eating meat altogether, and you suddenly start eating like some kind of a vegetable mix. Yeah, but is that sufficient? Did you mm -hmm. give up a lot of salad protein? So you think you're doing well by eating these plants, but yet you're very deficient in vitamins. So it's going to be able to figure out between moving from one food to a different and what supplements you might need to augment or what other, how to round out that diet so that you're actually functional medicine, just like the title sounds. So it's important. We're here doing this in Cleveland and the Cleveland Clinic, which is an internationally renowned operation, they have a whole division for functional medicine. Yeah, they do. So it's fast emerging as the most important way of looking at health, as opposed to the historical Western style, which is allopathic, where we basically just figure out what's wrong with you and give you a bunch of pills. So we're not really solving anything. We're more or less micromanaging your demise. We've slowed down your death, but we're not looking to do anything to reverse its eventuality. So is this information legitimate to the average doctor. So you're coming in, you, you do this panel, you do this screen, but you still have an everyday doctor. You have to, right? For certain well, tests sure. that have to be done. So well, how have you seen that, you know, the reaction from the average internal medicine doctor? Well, of course, it depends on the kind of doctor. If they're already kind of allopathic or homeopathic, you know, that type of doctor, homeopathic and the type, they're going to love it because it's exactly up their alley. With an allopathic doctor, which is the typical kind of family doctor we've been seeing for the last 40 plus years type of thing, it's a mixed bag at this moment. They're definitely waking up because I'm sure a fair amount of us that are watching or, or hear themselves, you go to the doctor and they say, oh, you know, your, uh, your diet's not great or vitamins don't really matter. We're going to put you on these pills. It's like, well, what if I switch my diet? Eh, don't worry about your diet because they've not studied nutrition. Right. most of this it's not a big part of typical medical school they're not even so giving a full class of nutrition no medical. they're very dismissive that it has any impact and i actually had a doctor years ago and he had sort of said that to me and then at one point he says oh i need to put you on these prescription vitamin d i said well i thought you said that the vitamins didn't mean anything he goes oh well the vitamin d so <laughs> it's like well, what about the other vitamins only you this like one matters but it was, and he legitimately said that to me and was sincere in saying that, but that's what they believed. But this is set up for the doctor to have access. So if I take it as a consumer, I can print it out and give it to my doctor or the company work with that doctor because they sort of need to be trained to access it and give him permission for sure, because it's private. Um, and then they can access it too. So then they become like your coach at the gym, which is really the integral place for them to be. We devise what I'm to do, and then somebody has to hold my hand and, and hold me accountable. Because if I'm left to my own devices, look, I'm the one that became 400 pounds. You think I'm going to get myself out of that problem? I need somebody to help me, and they need to monitor what I'm doing, and this is their way to do so. So this thing is updated regularly. I can add in all of my activities and the like, but then also it's going to want blood on a regular basis so it can see that what it's recommending you do is actually taking effect. So and how, do, just how does the insurance company work with this? I mean, most people, and I'm going to use my son as an example. Four weeks ago, he was having horrible chest pains, but he was sure in his mind, it wasn't a heart attack. Um, to make a long story short, he ended up having a gallbladder that almost burst on him. 
He didn't want to go to the hospital because he didn't understand his insurance. And I kept saying to him, don't worry about your insurance. Just go to the hospital. Your life is more important. Your health. So today he gets his first bill, you know, and he's freaking out. I owe $6,000. I said, take a deep breath. You don't have $6,000 to pay today. But in the meantime, his surgeon has suggested certain things that he do, like getting a trainer, okay, getting somebody to teach him to eat better. And he started looking into it, and he said, how do I afford that on my salary? So, yeah. And so I think this is a great tool, but if we can't afford the other tools to go with it, then what do we all get out of it? Well, you can certainly get a lot by just having itself. And it's very nominal. It's it's under $100 a year. So okay. it's very low cost to have the thing. Um, and then it's it's giving you diet recommendations and exercise and lifestyle stuff, which costs nothing. You're going to buy food anyway. And so the uh, only kind of upfront cost is the cost for the genetic test, which is a one-time thing because you don't need to update that. Your genes don't ideally change. And then the blood tests, you know, depending on if you're a doctor who would prescribe it, potentially, it's going to be covered by your insurance as a consequence because it's a conventional doctor requesting a blood test. So from that standpoint, it all falls within the purview of your normal activities. Okay. So it's if, not, you know, where, where it could run into is something like you just described where it suddenly lends itself or becomes known that you need some surgeries. Well, it's not the responsibility of the software. There's sure. no cost to that. It's now down to the surgeon and hospital and like, but to have this is very, very nominally priced. And what it can do for you is 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 literally priceless. So if your doctor doesn't prescribe the blood test that you need, then it's out of pocket, correct? Yes. And you can order it because you can click on there. And when you're filling in the software, it says, do you have a blood test to submit? No, I don't. Okay, would you like to get one? Yes. And then you click on order the panel. And again, it's a standardized panel. Now, conveniently, the pricing of these tests, and, and it's been so well received that the, the entity now does all kinds of like over 500 different kinds of blood tests for outside people and doctors because their pricing is the lowest in the United States. So, so they send you, cost. they give you the prescription, you take it. Let's say you, Dr. Denny, they, get, they send you the prescription, you go to the, um, to get the blood taken the blood drawn, then who sends it out? Do you send it out? Do they send it out? No, do you have a bag that the lab does. In? The lab you go to. But they give you... So if you went to one of those national okay. chains, mm -hmm. I'm not deliberately not naming names, but there's some pretty well-known places, mm -hmm. and you just go there with the document, they draw the blood, they submit it. You don't have to do anything. You just come and go. Well, the reason I asked is because cord blood, saving cord blood when you had children, when my children were born in the 90s was a big deal. And I did save mm -hmm. both my children's cord blood. But to do that, it came with a special kit that you had to have when you went in for delivery, right? You had to draw the blood right away. It had to be sent in that packet. And it was, you know, there was a strict protocol that we had to make sure was followed. So what I'm asking sure. is, are they sending you like the same um, bag? you know, shipping no. materials. Nothing. No, no, nothing. You just literally have a piece of paper. You go to the lab. They do everything there. They submit it. You just leave. You're done. And you prepay it before you even get there. When you order the lab, you pay for it at the time. So there's nothing to even do at the draw place. 
with the uh, gen uh, with the um, genetics thing, it's just a little swab that you rub around inside your right. mouth. Submit so it in a you little send it off yourself. Yeah, you yeah that you do yourself. Yeah, that you do. They send you that to your house. You take it. takes a minute to do it. Stick it in a little vial. You pour a little solution in there. Put it back in the package and mail it back out. And then so they submit find, everything for you. I you mean, they upload everything for you. Independent doctors, those are not associated with the large hospitals, are more likely to participate than, you know, one of the larger hospitals. Cleveland, we have three that are the main hospitals. Truthfully, any independent doctor is gonna be more inclined to do this because that's why they're an independent doctor. <laughs> the ones that work for the big hospital chains, they're like bought and paid for employees. They show up at nine and they leave at five. So they're not too adventuresome. They won't refuse doing it. If you say, hey doc, I'm doing this and I want you to take a look at it. They're interested. I mean, you know, they're doctors. So they have a curiosity. But it's not a part of the plan there. Now, we're working on that because this would be vital for big operations mm -hmm. to be a part of it, potentially, because we could certainly go down the rabbit hole as to what is the vested interest in these entities? Do they really want to cure you or right. do they prefer you to be sickly because you're an, an income stream to them? Right. You're and that's why a lot of doctors have gone... In, and that's why a lot of doctors are going in for like being a direct primary care physician, because this way I don't have to wait for everyone to get sick. If everyone pays me a monthly fee, I'm doing great. And when somebody gets sick, I can really help them out. But if I'm a normal insurance doctor, just for little numbers for everybody's benefit, if I'm a direct primary care physician, I might have 300 to 400 patients. But if I'm a doctor who only makes money because of insurance, I got to have 3,000 to 4,000 patients because I don't know who's going to get sick today. And somebody's got to get sick every day or I don't make money. So I got to have an enormous pool of people, which means I can't really get intimate with hardly anybody. And at the same time, it's like a numbers game. We're just churning everybody. So I'm less effective as a doctor. So if I have a limited patient pool, I can really spend quality time with everybody. I know everyone intimately. I'll make house calls. And I love the use of a software system like this because it's a really good tool. And it's a way for both of us to see you're having success. Because the perfect example, let's say the doctor says, oh, you need to take all these vitamins. Then you come back a month later and say, well, how do you feel? It's like, I don't know. I'm taking all these vitamins. I can't tell if there's a difference or not. But if I'm getting continual blood tests that shows that all my different levels are changing, I can visually, physically see improvement. Now, eventually I'll start to feel it, but initially it's more on paper than it is an actual uh, difference. But I see like my weight may be dropping. So I start seeing trends and stuff that this thing is able to ascertain, which is very encouraging for me, positive reinforcement for the doctor and a way for the doctor to see what you're up to. Because that's kind of one of my jokes. You go to the doctor like once every six months, they do whatever, tell you what to do. Then you leave. They don't see you for six more months. What right. did you do for that six months? They have no idea, but I, as a doctor, can have access to this software, and I can check on you every day to make sure you're doing your exercise or whatever you're supposed to log in there. Plus, when we do those blood tests, I know for a fact what you did or didn't do, or are doing. you being honest and putting stuff. Oh, the blood yeah. work won't lie, well, but the other things, you have to be honest. But again, it's your health. You're only hurting yourself to make up stories. If you're really intending to get better, you're not going to lie to yourself. You'd be you know. surprised. Because <laughs> some well, people, people being sick, because being sick is who they are, so they don't work 
to get better, really. They say yeah. they do, but they don't because then they have nothing to talk about, right? They have nothing to get there. Sure. I mean, that's right. true, especially with eating habits and things like that. So, Karen, but in terms of two people we had on really would like to be interested in hearing about this recently. Yep. We had two doctors on. You know, One I of the think things that I'll. Oh, go ahead, Karen. What I like about this, and I'm so glad that we're discussing it rather than me just reading the documentation, um, is so I suggest to anybody that if you're interested, you know, you need to be able to talk it through and understand what um, is on paper. But what I see positive is, and I'll give an example. I woke up one day and my left leg I, I can't stand on it when I first get up. Cannot feel it, cannot stand on it, nothing. But as the day goes on, it gets better and better. So I go to the doctor and I tell him, stupid doctor says to me, well, okay, so use a cane or something for the first couple of hours of the day and then you know, go running if you want. That's not an answer. And it's nobody's been able to figure it out. They send me to physical therapy Physical therapy tells me to do certain exercises, but some of them I cannot do at home. I don't have a physical therapy table. And when I lay on my bed, I can't do them the same way. And so having a blood panel that can really deeply look into things, I think would be more intuitive than somebody saying, well, yeah, well, maybe it's because you're 73 years old that your leg hurts. Well, I'm not going to go you, for that. You don't have to be 73. Let's take my son as an example who's had health issues from the day he was born. Right. And they got better for a little while and then they got worse again, then better, then worse. And they've never, he's never recovered and they can never find out why. They, they, don't come up with any answers. And there's a bunch of little things. And I said, can't they all be related? You know, he has eczema on his hands. He gets eczema on his arms. He's got GI issues. Oh, no, we don't think they're related. I do think they're related because it all comes from the gut. I mean, the gut is the big area for your, your body and your health. They can't come up with any test or anything to do it. So I guess we'll have to be trying this. One, one great example of that is we had a client who was having uh, all sluggish and they weren't doing very well and they were on a lot of medications. So the functional doctor said, well, tell me about the first medication you took. Well, that's an interesting kind of way to ask. Well, the person, as it turns out, unbeknownst to them, was listening to a health program and it was telling how great blueberries were. So this person was eating blueberries with some regularity Unbeknownst to them, it was not good for their system, which this figured out. But lo and behold, they were having stomach problem. They went to the doctor. The doctor put them on GERD, which is like Prolosic, mm -hmm. one of those stomach meds. Well, a byproduct of that was it was giving them sinus issues. And he was getting earaches. So they put him on a different medication for yeah. that. Next thing you know, he's on half a dozen meds. Right. But when they stripped it all down and figured out it was a food allergy, basically, not really an allergy, but their body just didn't digest the blueberries properly. They got them off all the meds. But yeah. no doctor was ever trying to make that happen. They thought they were doing a great job by putting you on that medication. Oh, and they keep giving and, him and, creams. And I said, this could be an allergy to something, some food, something he's eating, something he's using. Well, we don't think so. We just think it's eczema. Well, eczema comes from something. It doesn't just happen. Exactly. No. 
No. That's the challenge no, in all medicine stuff today. Originates somewhere. So that's why I tell you, this is vital. I mean, you may or may not need uh, whatever, you know, to drink uh, smoothies all the time or whatever, but this you need. Every single person needs this program regardless of their health currently, because one day you're going to potentially get something and it could be brewing now because nobody got diabetes overnight. It took years and years and years and years and years. And you could have caught it a long time ago had you had some tool like this because you don't ever go to the doctor until you're sick. Well, by well, then it's kind of already off the rails a little bit. Do you think where we where I started with this program was from cancer, right? Now, when I got cancer, everybody looked at me and went, you got cancer? You're like the healthiest person I know. You eat healthy, you work out, you're in great shape, blah, 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 blah. And here I was with breast cancer. And it was crazy because I didn't have family history that I know of. So something in my system went awry. So whether it was nutritionally or whatever, something I was missing or lacking that led to the cancer growth. And I wish I had known why earlier. something I'm in very your genes, careful. as it were. Yeah, especially if something in your genes, it could see, you know, it kind of draws these two lines. Goes, hey, you know, in three years, this is going to happen. You're going to suddenly exhibit these symptoms. Well, you know, I want to avoid all of that. And so this is your way to do it. So by having it be so per, this is what they found, because a lot of these wellness programs at big companies are meaningless. Hardly anyone participates in them. The people that do are going to do it on their own anyway, or they do it for a little while and they fall off because it's like a one size fits all mentality. Here, it's custom designed for every employee's unique to them. So now it's like way more personal suddenly to me. And, you know, if I'm committing to blood and whatever, it's kind of, I'm really have a dog in the race for a change. And I'm going to stay much more with it. And one of my ways to analogize it is, let's say you join a gym and, you know, you go there and you try to go every day or every whatever it is. And suddenly it's really raining very hard. And you look out the window, you're like, oh, yeah, I think I'll skip today. No, if there's a coach, waiting there for you you're probably going to get in the car and go because mm -hmm. you've got somebody kind of holding you accountable and and that's part of what this function is too so it wasn't deliberately for that purpose but it's a byproduct of having it is it forces that person to stay more on track typically the one that's in the middle if you're really saying look i could care less we're never going to help that person but the person says i really should do better but, you know, I'm not accustomed to exercising every day, so I don't. I do it for a little while. It's like a New Year's resolution. And next thing you know, mm -hmm. I slip slide back to my old ways. But with this constantly holding my feet to the fire, I'm going to stick with it a lot better. And when I start feeling better, then I really am going to stick with it. And when I can see results and somebody is a doctor giving you a good pat on the back, hey, you're doing great. Look at how much better your numbers are. And you're like, yeah, doc, I'm feeling so much better now. And then you start telling everybody about it because you're excited about how great your health is. Well, I also think if you've been through a health challenge, right, and you've gone through that, your body changes from that health challenge, the medications you may have had. And the fear that you have every time you go in for a visit is, oh, my God, is it going to come back? This is a way to kind of help, you know, put that fear aside and say, okay, I can be proactive in my health because it, it takes that away from you. I mean, I know, you know, you have chemotherapy and you're at the mercy of whatever they give you that day. And then whatever they give you to help the side effects from the chemo that they gave you, which leaves more side effects long term. So I think right. this would allow somebody to get some of their power back of taking care of their own health when that's been taken away. Well, especially because it knows about the problems with medications that it's going to tell you, you know, oh, you suddenly start getting chemo. Let's say you get this too late and you really need to have that. 
and now you're suddenly taking these meds, it's going to immediately say, hey, now that you're on these meds, here's how you have to modify your diet. Because mm -hmm. normal people don't. They keep eating the same old way, but now they're on a new med, which is right. totally assaulting their body. And I need to compensate for that. And this is going to allow me to do that. Well, so they that's don't why listen. it's such a vital tool. They don't listen to their body. You know, what I did, and I fared really well considering everything during my chemo. I wasn't nauseous all the time, sick all the time. I didn't lose all the weight that they would tell you to be careful of because you're going to throw up, right? I listened to my body. If my body said, this is what I want you to eat today, that's what I ate. And by doing that, I think it naturally, I mean, probably blood work would have shown me the same thing, but most people don't take the time to listen. And this is kind of making you listen, right? It does. And the fact you can log in every day and look at that dashboard and see exactly what your health status is. And it could be a little scary because it's got the kind of red, yellow, green type of mentality. So you, you can see that your numbers are good in certain areas, poor in others. And as you work on it, you can improve those scores. And then the validation is once it takes an updated blood test and it sees, you know, look at how much your A1Cs come down and all the, and oh, and now you can stop taking metformin suddenly or what have you. And again, it's not going to tell you that specifically because it's not giving you a, a prescription, but effectively it is. And then your doctor right. would observe that and say, hey, look, we're going to take you off this med now. You're you're recovered enough. You don't need it anymore. Well, how right. exciting is that for everybody in the room? Oh, absolutely. Do you, so what and, do you, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and, it, and it's really geared to you because the problem for a lot of regular medicine we were talking a little earlier they're controlled by what the insurance will oftentimes mm -hmm. allow. So I won't order certain blood tests because they won't pay for that. So I'm only going to order these blood tests, but really you need all of this stuff, but it doesn't. So, or I'm only an endocrinologist. So I only always only test for these things. And I never even think to consider these. This is, has no. Well, because insurance won't way. cover it because it's not mm. in their area, which actually right. coincidentally is where I was going with the blood testing. So if you're going for the blood test, do you have an average of cost if somebody's insurance doesn't cover it? Because I know somebody's listening to this going, this sounds great, but I know my insurance is gonna isn't going to cover it, or I don't have insurance right now, but I want to do this. So you have an, mm -hmm. just a ballpark? Yeah, it's, it depends, again, you know, on, on the, the level of what it wants to test for, but, you know, typically a couple hundred bucks tops type of thing. Okay. So it's not like it's a you know fifty dollars or ten bucks type of a mentality, but it's it's very cheap for the breadth of what it's doing. And then again, you're not going to need to test that level after that. It right. needs a baseline, and then it's going to just seek certain information, or it may not need blood for a while based on how your other numbers are improving. Uh, or the doctor may just say, "Hey, I think it's time." And and again, that would typically fall under insurance because the doctor is going to order it for you. And, so and that's how, a big part of why we want to work with a doctor. So how does it know that it's improving? Is it how you feel in comparison? I mean, the only way that I would think that it would know how you're feeling is to retake those blood tests and see what. The, that's, the, that's the main thing. That's But it doesn't need to take that whole panel necessarily. Got it. Okay. Because it's taking the whole panel to figure all of you, but this is your problem. So when it retests, it's going to maybe retest for just this much the as opposed okay. to the entire initial okay. panel. But yeah, you would put in there how I'm feeling, how my weight may be changed. If weight's my issue, you know, I, I want to take a weigh in there periodically. I plug that in there. So it it's going to see that, it, it can, you know, improvement and, and record it as such. And then it's going to give me an updated report so I can does see it, pretty quickly that I'm improving. Does it and record for sure, diet like every any day? Of these things, 
Do you, diet every, do you have to record your diet every day? Your no, not necessarily that. No, it doesn't have to be to that level of minutia, though you can. I mean, it certainly allows you to get in there as frequently as you pretty much wish. Well, but, my, you know, I thought you might, with weight what, management, usually that's going to be part of it, exercise and diet. Yeah, right. So, like, you know, maybe you weigh yourself once a week or whatever, you know, it's kind of sets up as your routine based on your situation. Um but but that way it's going to really again hold you accountable and give you that you know pat on the back because you you know it's like anything I, I wait six months to go to the doctor only to find out not much has happened you know I'm just anxious for six months here I'm getting data like on a weekly basis so I can see week to week that I'm getting better and then I hopefully some of that psychological of course too you know it's making me feel better because mm -hmm. I see I'm getting better and then suddenly I actually start to feel better and maybe some of it's mental because a lot of people have depression and they don't even know it. And they're not that depression where they want to like kill themselves depression, but you know, I'm, I'm a little cranky. So by getting these problems resolved or understanding what's afoot, then I am going to be alive. Better. Well, depression, stress, those things also add to weight gain because of how it affects the cortisol in your body. So you're going to, you know, if you're feeling better in general, you start, it's a domino effect, right? Overall, exactly. that's what will happen. It's important to be in control. Right hmm? Oh, well, you'll think of it. But but again, it's really important to feel empowered and in control. And this is an area most people don't understand. And then, of course, you know, you watch TV and every five minutes there's some other drug ad for some. Oh, oh yeah, my, my legs, my legs jiggle at night. Oh, I got a problem now. I mean, every single thing that you do that could be normal is made out to be some deficiency. Oh. And here's this medication you need to take. But then if you listen to what all the side effects could be, do you really want to go to the doctor? You know, right. uh, I have I have this patch on my skin. Oh, but all my hair is going to fall out. I'll never be able to have sex again. Yeah. And I'm going to maybe get this unbelievable heart attack. Uh, but boy, I've got no, I don't have that patch on my skin anymore. Well, you know, when so, my, yeah, it's, when, it's when my son good. had his surgery, the doctor uh, gave him uh, four prescriptions and he asked about them and she said, oh, don't worry about them because you, you're really going to need to take them. And so we got them filled and he says to me, let's look them up. Well, one was a muscle relaxant and that made a lot of sense. Then she gave him um, a really potent drug and he goes, I'm not taking it. I'm not going to get addicted. I said, but you just had major surgery. I know I'm not going to take it. And he was smart enough to look to have us look everything up. And for the first, you know, day or two, he took, you know, the higher strength ibuprofen and the muscle relaxant. But by day four or five, he was only taking it as absolutely needed. So the doctor then says to him, well, you could have healed faster if you have taken all the meds. And he said, and yes, and I would have gotten used to taking them for every little twinge. And I'm impressed that he did that. Yeah. He's also listening to, like you said, Melinda, you know, I know I'm supposed to eat, you know, a lot of roughage, but you know what? Today's not the day. My, my right. cannot take it. And he's learned quite a bit. And I think this blood work would be even better for most of us because we would, mm -hmm. we then can choose, Hey, I spent a couple hundred dollars for this. Do I throw that couple hundred dollars away? Or do I make use of it? Well, you take ownership. And, you know, you're it's taking ownership of your health. 
versus somebody telling you what to do, you're making a conscious decision. You know, I really want to know so that I can stay healthier longer. Right. And again, it's very specific to you because when it seems like, oh, you know, everybody benefits from doing 10 push-ups a day, it's, it just feels too, you know, general. But it said, no, you particularly need to do seven on Tuesdays and eight on Wednesdays. Man, that makes it so much more realistic to that person. And and the fact that like with your son being prudent that way, here, if you'd have plugged those medicines in, it would immediately say, hey, these two don't go together. There's contraindication. And in a normal world, this Dr. A prescribed it and Dr. B prescribed this. They never talk to each other to verify whether these will work together with you. Right. We, and we and just not everybody has a that on the other program. Do it. We just talked about this on one of my other programs. Yeah. About I mean, two some different doctors pharmacies they don't work together. Some pharmacies, you know, that's part of one of their perks, ideally, is that, right. you know, they match up all your meds and tell you if there's problems. But the challenges with the good RXs of the world. Yeah, I'm getting this medication at this pharmacy and I'm going some other one at a different price. Right. Those pharmacists are not discussing they this at talk. all. So we're only on our own, experimenting like crazy on ourselves. And you could pharmacists. even be taking just a supplement, a vitamin, and it's not necessarily good for you or may work against you with another medication. People think anything that's herbal is okay. It's not. No. Because herbs were our first medications. And people forget that. They just think it's a plain old herb. But you can do a lot with it. And it could definitely become an issue depending on your condition. Perfect this example. There was, a, there was a woman that had some vitamin deficiency. I don't remember if it was D or whatever it was. It wasn't a client of mine. But she had gone to a typical doctor who said, you know what, we need to put you on pharmaceutical vitamin, let's say vitamin D. So a typical allopathic type doctor will put you on a very low dosage, let's say a thousand units. And if you went to a chiropractor or a naturopath, they might put you on 10,000 units mm -hmm. for the very same one. So she wasn't getting any results from this vitamin. They took her to a different kind of a doctor. They bumped the prescription. It still wasn't doing anything. And that even that doctor was marveling because they knew all, oh, you know, the other person did too low of a dosage. Of course it didn't work. Here's what we give to most of my patients. And it still wasn't working and they couldn't figure out why. Ultimately, this person got on this software. It figured out that she had a genetic predisposition to not digest it properly. They had a quadruple and go to 40,000 units and immediately started getting results. Well, no doctor was going to figure that out. No doctor was going to figure that out, no matter how good they were without this tool. So this is when we started out. This is where AI is great because it can think more and faster than I ever could hope to, as long as what's the formula that it's operating on is good and clean because that's where AI gets crazy because you put a bias in there and all of our answers are skewed. But math, two plus two is four, right. doesn't matter. And so this is what this is just looking at medical data, the way drugs interact with each other. It doesn't have a bias. It doesn't look to make money selling you prescriptions or something to kind of foster them giving you eh, maybe a little mixed advice as it were. So that's what keeps everybody honest. Well, this certainly is something that can help people. We, you know, the whole show is about challenges and you, you've been on before talking about a different product that will help with challenges medically, but not like this. This is very specific. That was cost related. This is, this is amazing. As I said, this, amazing is, this is like the basis to everything else. You know, it's mm -hmm. like if I'm going to get a car, I, got, I don't know what kind of car I got, but it's got wheels. 
So this right. is kind of like the wheels. Whatever your health is, you're different. Some people have different genetic backgrounds. Some people have different ethnic backgrounds or whatever it might be. But regardless, every person has blood in them and genetics. So you need this regardless of whatever your situation Well, blood is life, and right? So what is going on in your blood is your life. Mm -hmm. So whatever you've got going on in there, you got to figure that out. That's the challenge we all have with healthcare. We have challenges because of the cost. We have challenges because it's diversified now where this doctor does this, this doctor does this, where we had one doctor who could cohesively look at your medical life, right? Your life in general. We don't have that anymore. So we're all trying to, no. you know, pull this together ourselves. And this really is the way to do that and exactly. relatively inexpensively. Yeah, very much so. Because so once you've got it up and on your way and you and you work on a diet, then it, it costs like nominal at that point. You're just self-regulating. It's that first year or so when you're kind of up against it. Even then, it's not much. But once you're really humming along and you start to know yourself, you know, when you made that comment, let's say I've been taking these meds or whatever, but unbeknownst to me, that's stressing the heck out of my liver. Mm -hmm. Well, that's going to show up in a blood test way before any of this stuff is going right. to become visible to you right. or get a pain back there. So this is where you can head everything up way at the pass. And, and that's what makes it such an exciting thing. You start to think, and I've had many doctors say, imagine how cheaper healthcare would be in America if everybody was healthier to begin with. We'd really only have to worry about the people that have accidents or some, you know, something misfortune. You know, they had some really strong genetic reason they're going to get a problem. But it would be a small percentage because most of the stuff that we've got going on, this diabetes problem and obesity, that's all self-made. Right. That's, right. that's all self-induced. Well, and, it's you commercial. Know, now they're even buy it. Well, that and then look at how much people are not promoting. You know, they're showing people that are super heavy on the cover of Vogue going, well, this is beauty now. Yeah, well, it might be beauty in your eyes, but it sure isn't beauty when it comes to health. Right. Yeah, that's you know? it's difficult. It's difficult to navigate the psychological issues of self-appreciation and self-love to the idea of, you know, thinking that if you're a little overweight, it could cause medical issues. Right. But I think this would be a way to give yourself self-love, to know where you're at, and then you're making your own decisions. You know, quite frankly, you might not decide to pursue it. You might get that information and go, eh, I don't care. There are people like that. You can't yeah. help everybody. That's just the exactly. way it is. What do you think the average age is of the person that decides to do this? Well, we've been doing it with companies, so that was like the the bulk of the people that have been on it up till now, and so that's like a typical working age from like mid twenties up into like their fifties. You know, okay. the typical company with five hundred or a thousand employees is going to kind of cover that gamut. So it doesn't have a predisposition really as far as age goes. Well, my and thought fact, is when you're really, young, you're invincible in your mind. Well, yeah, you're invincible. Well, so I. I would think you your middle people would be looking at this. I would say probably left to their own devices, but the differences with these employer things, it was a mandatory right. wellness program. If you right. work here, you're in the company. So everybody had to be a participant in right. it regardless of their age. But yeah, you're probably right. The person that's beginning to sense something is wrong. I can't lose this weight or, you know, hopefully they're catching it early enough 
as we're mm -hmm. discussing here, the smart person would be doing it in their 20s. So right. when they get to be 30 or 40, they're not having to have that conversation with themselves. Absolutely. Or when you have you a know. child like I did, who's been sick his whole life, you know, who knows what that's done to him for the next 20 years. So if, yeah. if we could find that now, that can make a difference right. for the rest of his life. And for making plans, because, you know, you always think about people who have kids that are severely impaired and then ultimately that parent dies. Well, what right. happens to that kid now? You right. always feel so bad about that kid's, you know, final place. I mean, the parent took so good care of them. The parent dies, they end up in like a institution or someplace that's nowhere near as good as what the parent was doing with them. So and what was we've the had somebody on for that, that as well. Yes. Talking yeah. about that. So see yeah. anybody who's watching this program, go back. These issues we've it had. All we to yep. It all ties together. Yep. It all ties together. Exactly. It does. And that's why you, what you're so funny about when you made that comment. We're one person, but I got a doctor for my head and my throat and my foot. It's like, wait a minute, where's the one person that looks at me as one person? Right. They're looking at me like an, I'm a broken up into items, you know? So I'll give you a quick example. Good. So I took my mother to the hematologist, right? That's a blood person because she's anemic. While she's sitting there, now mind you, she's older, so her memory's not what it should be. She looks at her and she goes, I need, before you go, I have to ask you one more thing. My nose, when when I have things come out, it's yellow. What does that mean? And she goes off into this thing, and the woman was very kind and listening. And she goes, well, I'm sure it's just allergies, but honey, that's not my area. Whereas if you'd have gone to the old family doctor, they would have stopped mm -hmm. to answer that question. And they went, well, maybe it is allergies. Let me check. Let me, let's do this. Let's do that. That's not what happened. And I'm not picking on the hematologist. That really no. wasn't her area and what she was supposed to do. But we are one being, as we were talking about. And, you know, you need somebody who looks at the whole being and not just the pieces parts. But this, again, blood being life, if you look at your blood, you're going to see all the parts. What's, what's a very interesting bifurcation of healthcare in America is the separation of the dentist from all the rest of your health. Because, yeah. like, in functional medicine... Before we do anything, we want to look in your mouth because you're putting right. everything in your mouth. Right. You get stuff in, you know, every tooth, if you study uh, Ayurvedic or, you know, um, Oriental medicine, every tooth is connected to an organ. So right. oh, I'm having a problem with my gallbladder. Oh, no, you got a cavity over there. I right. mean, so it's all interrelated. And yet we break everything all apart. But even with where they try to put it all back together, the dentistry is still sitting out here completely independent of everything else except when it comes to functional medicine. Right. And so it's 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 kind of the final iteration of us coming full circle back to where we used to be, knowing that we were a single being and that food is medicine, but we're now using this great technology because even though we knew food was medicine, we didn't always know how to mix it up properly. So now we got science and the original thoughts together for a change, which is really a very exciting place to be. Well, this was Future a very healthcare exciting- Future is pretty bright. Yeah. This was a very I mean, exciting it seems, program today. It seems, it seems terrible where we're at in many ways to a lot of people. Healthcare costs so much and people are sick left, right, and center and everyone's on meds. But, you know, there's a way out and, and it's emerging. And there's a lot of people like what you're doing here and the people that were behind this software. There are great people in America working really hard to get healthcare where it needs to be. Right. We But we need to do it. That's Absolutely. what we kind of came to that yeah. realization. I can't pass a law. I can't create an insurance. Nothing. It's you. 
You personally have to get off the couch. And if enough of us do it, then the thing changes. But if only a couple right. people say, oh, then they treat you like a conspiracy theorist or something. Oh, you're the one to die. Come on, Jeff, you're crazy. But enough people say, hey, I changed my diet. I'm doing better. Oh, now it's news. And we got to right. pay attention to that because there's proof in it. And we tend to follow what everybody else is doing. You know, what all this social media. We're all eating Tide Pods and cooking chicken with like a mouthwash or whatever I saw that they had going on. What? Hi. Yeah, because everybody else is doing it. So I guess I got to do it. So the same thing when it comes to your health. If everybody's paying attention to their health, I do too. And you can do this from home. I mean, you, it's not a big public event, which a lot of people, especially after COVID, they've kind of pulled their reins in a little bit. So yep. they can start to take care of their own health that way. Well, our time yep. has zipped by and I really appreciate having you on. So tell everybody again how, well, again, tell everybody now how we can reach out to you. Well, you can reach me personally by emailing me at jcantor, so it's J-K-A-N-T-E-R at, your, at yourfreedomhub.com. Or you can phone me for sure, 440-283-6849. Or you can jump right to finding out about this software. We create a special link you can go to, and it's a bit.ly, so it's just bit.ly forward slash and then all capital letters health ai bitly slash health ai and you'll oh. read all about it and you can sign up for the program there and call me for sure if you want any more details and if you have a doctor we want to go after let's do that too because we want to have them not only help you but all the other patients in their office as well and if all else fails you can reach out to me as well because jeff and i work together on a lot of different things so please reach out to either one of us, mention that you saw it here. We'd like to know that we're reaching out and making a difference in people's lives. Absolutely. Wonderful. And it will all Thanks be in the show notes. Me. It was great. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. Well, Perfect. thank you, Jeff. It was wonderful. Thanks, Thanks for answering all of our questions, too. My, my pleasure. Have a great Hope day. Hope they got some people's wheels turning a little bit. I think so. Me Have too. a great day. Bye.